and welcome to Raven Conversations, the show where we bring you the news and information around the Washington National Guard. I'm Sarah Morris, and on today's episode, Jason and I sit down with Master Sergeant Amanda Bergquist from the 141st Air Refueling Wing. Master Sergeant Bergquist is a dental hygienist and has been chosen from a pool of applicants to attend Ranger School later this year. We talked to her about the application process and what training she has been doing in order to prepare for Ranger School. This interview is again recorded through Teams, so please bear with us through some of the audio inconsistencies. Enjoy! Be sure to follow us on social media. Stay up to date on all the cool events, stories, photos, and videos happening around the Washington National Guard. If you have a question, have a comment, or just want to say hi, send us a DM, PM, tweet at us, whatever, and we'll answer you. We also love to share and collaborate. Send us the photos or videos you take at Drill or AT, and we'll tag you. Are you an active Instagrammer? Well, you might be a perfect candidate to take over our account. Send us a message, and we'll set something up. To find us, do a search for WA National Guard. That's WA National Guard, and look for the blue check mark. Bigfoot country is earthquake country. If an earthquake were to happen right now, what would you do? When you feel the ground shaking, drop, cover, and hold on. Do not run or you may be injured by things falling. Remember, if you are near the ocean, the ground shaking is your warning that a tsunami may be coming. After the shaking stops, move to high ground and stay there. Make sure to listen to local emergency officials. Have enough supplies to be self-sufficient for two weeks after a disaster. For more information about earthquakes in Washington, visit mill.wa.gov slash preparedness. Okay, so today Jason is joining me and we are via Teams. And we are talking to um, Washington Air Guard Master Sergeant Amanda Bergquist. And if you could just introduce yourself. I'm Master Sergeant Amanda Bergquist. I'm with the 141st Med Group up in Spokane, Washington, where Gonzaga is. That's usually where people <laughs> can queue in. Um, I've been with them my whole career, um, enlisted as a medical logistics technician in 2008. Um, after having graduated college, but uh, I wanted to join the Guard because my husband is in the Guard and um, they have some cool programs where, well, specifically marathon programs. So um, he was always getting to go to these fun races um, on the Guard dime. And he also got to be on the Air Force triathlon team for a number of years. So I thought, well, shoot, that sounds like fun. I think. I think I'll join the guard and then I'll get to go race with you. Um, so I um, went through a little bit of a, a waiver process because when I was nine years old, I had ovarian cancer and that has to be checked out. And it took me several years to get in. So after that was all good, um, I went to basic training stuff, came back and I did my first National Guard Marathon team um, in 2009. And I that year I made the All-Guard team. Uh, they took the top 15 women and the top 40 men to make the All-Guard team. And when you get to do that, then at least at that time, they were 
putting people on TDY to go do some other fun races as kind of a recruiting and retention workshop sort of thing. So um, uh, we didn't end up getting to do other races that year for one reason or another with work. But um, with after that, um, we had our son in 2010, so I didn't race then. Uh, my next race was in 2013. Um, and that year, um, I the race is in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, so you get to finish, by the way, on Cornhusker Field, which is pretty cool, seeing yourself finish a marathon on a Jumbotron. Um, not your best, maybe, shining moments, but <laughs> it's cool to see nonetheless. Um, and then uh, the next few years, Washington State didn't have funding, so they couldn't send me on. Um, any more marathon teams, but um, in 2016, I applied and got on the Air Force triathlon team. Um, and so they took five females and I think around nine males, something like that. And um, so for the triathlon, you go to Point Magoo Naval Air Base in California. So that was fun. Um, and then they take the top five females and the top 10 males and they get to make military team USA and they get to go race around the globe. Um, I did not make that team, um, but I was the, the third finishing Air Force female. So we've got some pretty stellar athletes in the Air Force, I can tell you that. So um, that's kind of my athletic career in the in the military, but um, in the same time, 2016, I um, transferred over to dental technician, and um, I've been doing that ever since. Um, but I was a hygienist, a dental hygienist in the civilian world before ever joining um, the Guard. So that was kind of an easy transition process from one AFSC to another. And uh, I've been doing that ever since. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. What's your best uh, time, your best marathon time? Uh, that was before having my son. So um, I did do a Boston qualifying time. It was in 2007, um, but I did a 333. That's awesome. Yeah, that was, um, I, was I was in pretty good shape running back then. <laughs> Trying to get back to that. <laughs> I think my best time has been, let's see, 36 hours, maybe <laughs> something along that, that route. <laughs> You time it with a calendar instead of a watch. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not a distance runner. Uh, I'm a, I do ultra, but, um, my yeah, best yeah. full time is like a four thirteen Cause I'm not really like very fast. I can just keep going. <laughs> yeah. That's still really good. Yeah. And minute pace. It was like, yeah, like a nine something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that's super awesome. And we asked you to be on because you have been accepted through a program to go to Ranger school. So yeah. can you just explain like what, how you applied and that whole process that you went through? Yeah. So, um, on the Air National Guard career development website, there was an announcement and I, I assume this goes on every year, but this is the first year to my recollection that this was offered. Um, but the announcement was for um, 
any enlisted Air National Guardsmen to apply. Um, it involved an extensive package. Um, the medical, physical alone, um, as a guardsman, you know, having to be on orders to do these different aspects of um, the medical requirements was kind of a logistic, uh, I don't want to say nightmare because there are worse things, but, you know, you have to work around going to see a military provider um, and be on orders. And so um, there's that piece. And then they did want to make sure that we were going to um, be able to hack it, I guess, physically. So they wanted us to be able to complete the um, Ranger physical before. So we did, or they required um, the 12 mile ruck with the 35 pound dry weight, the two minutes push-ups, two minutes sit-ups, the five mile run, pull-ups and combat water survival. So I'm lucky here at Fairchild because we have the SEER school um, pretty much for all of Air Force. So um, we coordinated with them and I got to do my combat water survival there um, and then just had you know, a facilitator facilitate the rest of the events. But um, yeah, the selection process, um, I don't know how that went. You just put in your packet and wait for a response. So uh, I heard about the announcement came out in June. Um, the due date was like August 28th or something. And then it was um, November 12th, the day after Veterans Day, that my chief came into um, my my place of employment here because I work on the active duty side and said, you know, I want to congratulate you. You were selected as one of the five um, Air National Guard members to go to Ranger School. And uh, so, you know, you just float on air the rest of that day thinking that you're hot stuff. And then it comes you, the humbling feeling comes soon after that of, oh, now it's really happening. Now, now my work's really cut out for me. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of hits you, huh? <laughs> yes, it does. You think, so you oh, wake up I the next it. day. <laughs> no, but now the real work is coming. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what? So, what's your what's your motivation? What's motivating wait, uh, motivating you to go? Like, do you think this will help your career? Um, what's what's behind it? Yeah, I really think. Um, I had to reflect a little bit on it because at first it was just like, oh, this is going to be an awesome challenge and who doesn't want to challenge themselves? Uh, that's more that type A uh, personality probably. But really, I started reflecting on it more. And as a traditional guardsman, promotion and career advancement doesn't happen a lot without experience, deployments, um, or something that sets you out from everybody else. And um I'm, or I'm a master sergeant. I'm kind of capped out where I'm going to be in my unit. And I, I'd really like to be a first sergeant. Um, I'd like to go up to state level and um, just kind of do more joint force stuff. And because I'm a dental tech, deployments are very few and far between. I, have to, I would have to fight tooth and nail for a slot to go because we share the deployment to Qatar with active duty and they have one dentist and two techs there and that's it. So that's all of air force and air national guard kind of competing for that spot. So, um, this would be a good way for me to get some really good experience, learn army isms and, 
you know, just be able to relate better for promotion. Yeah. It's all about me, right? <laughs> no, no, no. That's cool. That's cool. There's got to be so, like really good internal motivation too, though. I mean, not just anybody will be like, ah, I think I'll just go to ranger school. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope people don't. It seems like um, there's a couple Facebook pages out there that I've recently had access to. And um, people are just like, yeah, waiting on my slot, waiting on, and I'm like, like they just hand them out. What? I don't know. And then people, you know, trying several times and, I know through my leadership that I'm a one and done. They're not going to make if, you know, however far I get it, it'll be my one shot. So there's a little bit of pressure. You know, everyone says no pressure, but, but again, no pressure. It's like, I'm really focusing on that middle part of that phrase, <laughs> not necessarily the no pressure. So, <laughs> um, so, so you're, um, you do a bunch of triathlons. Is that, yeah. is that, what I'm hearing, um, any, any, any other kind of, uh, training or any other kind of, um, uh, races that you've done? Do you, do you participate in um, tough mutters, et cetera? You know, I haven't. And in the past, uh, it's all been more of a safety concern for me. Um, and I don't know if it's because I've worked in a med group where I've seen stuff. I'm like, ooh, if you cut your leg and then you get in that mud, how much infection are you going to get from that? And um, so that's been a little bit of a barrier for me to get over um, with ranger school because I know it's like, okay, well, you'll have maybe, I don't know, seven showers the whole time. No. <laughs> um, so that the whole hygiene thing, and, and especially in this COVID era when it's like sanitize everything and um, I'm wearing an N95 most days. And um, so it's, it's a little bit different, but um, I'm trying to, trying to get over that. This will be fine. Okay. Oh, so you haven't been... your question. Oh um, yeah. 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 There was another question in there. Um, <laughs> besides marathon and running um, and the different levels of triathlon sp sprint Olympic and Ironman um, that's kind of been it for competing. I like to do CrossFit style workouts um, as far as strength stuff goes, but um, never any like martial arts stuff, never any um, gymnastics, which um, I'm kind of kicking myself and my parents for. <laughs> Mom, Dad, you didn't you didn't help me out. You couldn't see my future. Um, so uh, yeah, that's something that um, I need to consider. Uh, maybe looking into, but you know, gyms are all closed. I didn't know if you knew that. Uh, hard to start out stuff like that right now. <laughs> Do you have any special skills that you think you're going to excel at? Like, have you looked at the criteria or the, the course material, like what it's going to be, what you're up against? And have you noticed anything that sticks out to you as saying, oh, I think I'll be pretty good at that? Well, for Christmas, I just got a Ranger handbook. And if there's anything I know how to do, it is studying. Um, and so, I mean, I haven't done school since I finished my master's in public health a couple of years ago, but, you know, just career courses. Um, I, I'm a pretty darn good student. So it's just going back to that appendix where it shows, or the legend of everything. Now, what does this mean in army? Oh, okay. Now, what does that one mean? Oh, okay. Um, so I'm really good at, 
at studying the didactic part, but um, I don't I don't know how much I'll, memorizing will help me necessarily. Um, as far as like physical skills, I think now I haven't touched a weapon since 2013. Um, so that's going to be a bit of an issue, but I have lots of friends who own plenty of them. And so in fact, this weekend, um, I'm going to a friend's house and she said, now don't be alarmed when you come over. We have a bit of an arsenal in our basement. <laughs> like, okay. Well, that'll be helpful. Um, but here in Washington, there's a lot of legal gun owners, um, that I can exploit, <laughs> but, um, I think my job though being um, a dental hygienist really owns lends me towards being um, good with my dexterity um, as long as my fingers don't freeze which i'm sure they will at some point i think i'll be really good with the weapons cleaning and assembling disassembling troubleshooting and from what i've heard you want to be good at you want to be the main go-to person at something um, so that everyone can value you for at least one thing. So at least right now, that's gonna be my thing. Um, but if they need to know, you know, X, Y, Z from some chart, hopefully I'll have that memorized too. <laughs> is there, oh yeah. So is there, um, is there anybody that you've like reached out to, to like help you with some of the armyisms that you wouldn't be familiar with and like, are you going to incorporate that into some kind of like training plan before you leave? Yeah, no one specific, um, but because I've been lucky in that a lot of my patients are, are that we have Army National Guard here on Fairchild. And so, you know, you just nonchalantly pass along that, oh, I'll be going to school this year. And like, oh, really? How can I help? And that's so cool. Um, so there's been a lot of outreach in that respect. And even some guys are like, hey, what do you need from the packing list? I've got some stuff for you. So um, that's been really helpful too, because a lot of standard issue army stuff is not standard issue Air Force stuff. Um, and then uh, I got a connection from another um, Army National Guard recruiter here who um, invited me to their land nav class. Um, so I don't take that at all in Air Force training. So he invited me out to um, go do the class where they teach um, the recruits before they go to um, basic and AIT. So uh, I got to watch how they recruit their folks and how they treat their recruits. Uh, <laughs> and I did a in-person class. And then um, unfortunately that day they weren't able to go out because there was a lot of snow or something like that. But um, I have, like I said before, I have some SEER friends and they do it a little bit differently, but they kind of let me know um, how Army does some things. Um, but we we did an overnight trip for land nav and um, there's a course that the army guard set up here in spokane um, that they said oh yeah it should all be there the the dog tags should all unless someone took them which you know 85 percent were taken and so you see this pole in the ground and you're like i think that's my point <laughs> so, that's good enough for me <laughs> All in the airstrike let's go uh, <laughs> so um the only thing that i haven't 
coordinated yet would be like use of the comms, um, the radios and stuff like that. But we also have um, some combat communications um, guard here. So that's all part of the plan. Um, I do have some folks in security forces on base who they've been to ranger school. Most of them are um, officers. So some of them I've been emailing with and you know they have families and jobs so it's hard for them to um, get out and do trainings but um, they're all emailing me with their tips and tricks so I feel like I've had a lot of help good good it's good to hear yeah plus I um, think uh, first of the 161 is stationed they're based out of Spokane right the infantry battalion I think there's a small group of infantry out there yeah somewhere and they pro they probably have literally everything you need. Uh -huh. So maybe after this, I'll have to hook you up with some points of contact. <laughs> oh, that yeah. would be much appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the um, the interviewee that uh, Sarah alluded to at the beginning, the uh, the the gal that I interviewed who went to Ranger School, mm -hmm. um, she's on she's on this side of the of the state, unfortunately. So <clears throat> I don't know if there'd be any any physical meetups to, to, to be able to talk to you, but yeah, uh, Lieutenant Julie Kepner is her name. She's, um, she's an infantry officer. She branched infantry. Um, she's been to the ranger school twice, but unfortunately due to like, um, injury, um, she wasn't able to complete it, yeah. but, um, but yeah, she's a, she's a hard charger. She, she's, uh, she'd be really good to, to at least talk to, to, uh, give you her perspective and, and what she ran into so oh, for sure yeah we'll 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 see about I'll I'll reach out to her and 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 see if she'd be willing to have a have a chat with you that'd be that'd, that'd be, be good to, yeah. yeah um so I'm, I'm looking at the story that was written about you like uh back in December oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see that tech tech sergeant Mike Brown wrote the wrote the story he yeah. said that, he, I know Mike. Um, he said that he uh, used to be a, a Sears school instructor. Did he go into that oh, with you at all? Oh, he didn't tell me that. Yeah. He seems too nice. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. We, uh, we've been done a couple of, uh, or actually one, uh, overseas, you know, kind of training uh, together. We, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, he told me about that. That was pretty neat. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so, yeah, whenever you see him again, be sure to ask him about here. <laughs> okay, I will. Um, so, how how is uh, how are you getting any uh, any support from your family from your unit? How's that been? Yeah, uh, my husband is a great support. Uh, as I mentioned before, he kind of got me into the whole um, racing thing. He's a twenty six year master sergeant, I think. Now um, he just transferred up to um, Alaska Guard up at Eielson Air Force Base, um, but he was the 2008 Air Force Male Athlete of the Year, so he's one of my claims to fame oh. by association. Yeah, um, <laughs> so he is definitely um, all on board for me to go to school. Um, he's been stay-at-home dadding it for since May 4th because orders breaking due to COVID. Um, and which we've needed because our son's in school. Someone's got to make sure he logs onto that Chromebook. Um, yeah. 
So, but yeah, he's, I think he's going to kind of live vicariously through me a little bit. Um, so he's really happy about that. My in-laws live real close, um, like three miles away. So they're going to be a big help when I'm gone. Um, my son, he's happy for me. Um, but he's, he's already shed a few tears. Um, say, mom, who's going to make us eat healthy food when you're gone? And <laughs> like, you don't <laughs> complain about it or you complain about it until you know I'm leaving. Then you're going to use that against me. Um, but he'll be, he'll be fine. Um, and then work too. Work has been great. Um, you think that there'd be a little bit more resistance because like, how long are you going to be gone? You don't know how long you're going to be gone. It could be two weeks. It could be six months, you know, you never really know with this, but um, because I'm a contract employee on an active duty installation with the National Guard affiliation, um, there's a lot more understanding. One of the things that someone said to me, it's like, in this stage, you have to just say the F word a lot. Like, just yell at your men and just say the F word. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just watched the history of swearing or whatever it was on Netflix that oh. Nicolas Cage talking about. And they were talking about how if you swear while you're going through something unpleasant, you can withstand like 5% more pain. So you really should say the F word as many times as possible. Oh, okay. That'll yep. be a strategy. I'll remember True that. story. It's probably more effective <laughs> if you didn't ever use it before, right? So maybe I should stop completely. No, you'll be fine because what they did was they tested it even just like in the show with a bunch of comedians who curse oh, all the time and they exactly. still had improvement. So you'll be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you should stop eating healthy before you go too because you got to gain like 15 bonus pounds. You know, I got to say, that's something so many people are like, well, you don't weigh enough. You Are you concerned? Because every single guy says, oh, yeah, I lost, you know, 10 to 30 pounds. And I'm trying to wrap my brain around that. Like, I, there's no way I can gain 30 pounds just to lose it. But I really think it's those, those gym rat meatheads who just gain too much muscle. And then they can't sustain it because you're not sleeping or eating enough. And that's what they lose. So I'm, I'm just going to tell myself that I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I won't be 98 pounds by the time I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's the, uh, what, are, what are you most, I guess, you're the least, least looking forward to? <laughs> I guess, I don't know how to phrase that question. What, what, what is it that you're dreading the most, I guess, of uh, the so, school? There's a couple things and I hope this doesn't like get out and like make a target on my back, but um, I've been a plant-based athlete since 2013 um, and there's not really many options for that. So I'm just, I know this, this is between you guys and me. No, I mean, it's out there I'm putting out, I'm going to eat whatever I need to eat to eat. And that's probably, I'm worried about, how I'm going to handle that <laughs> not necessarily emotionally but uh maybe physically I think um, you'll be so depleted you'll get those MREs and you'll be like it's fine <laughs> it'll just suck in uh, so um that's what I, you know I'm gonna go with that um some people have been like hey um why don't you try a few things first so I have to tell you I have I have 
tried a piece of cheesecake over the holidays and it was pretty darn good. It was very delicious. Um, so I think it'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be like, Oh, this is all so good. Um, but, uh, so that's one of the things I'm a little bit worried about. Um, I kind of, I'm kind of worried about the whole female thing, you know, just still being a stigma. The last I heard, there's been 57 women to have gone through and completed. So, I mean, that, that's a concern. Um, I'm concerned about being, you know, singled out as an Air Force person in an Army world um, or, you know, just having more attention because of those things because um, it's not always positive attention. But you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. So um, try not to worry. Try to be excited about the things I'm worried about. Like I am, I am worried about the Darby Queen and the Malvesti and all the things that everyone's worried about and next stranger to the pit and, you know, like having my heart beat out of my chest and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I guess the good thing is everybody is worried about all of those things yeah. together. So when you yeah. think about it that way, it's really not that bad. I'm no different. Right. It's we're all in the everybody's same thinking the same thing. Right. Right. That's just like when you're in a race and the wind is blowing, it's like, gosh, I'm going uphill. It's like everyone has the same wind. So now try to think about that. For sure. I think, I think the key with ranger school is like a good attitude. Yeah. And, uh, just knowing that you did the training, just like a marathon, you did the training. Yeah. So this is the reward. Yeah. Now you, right. This is, is this my reward? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, what helps me through sometimes is like, I paid for this, you know, at a race or I wanted to do this. I'm going to do it. So, you know, no stranger to commitment uh, here. <laughs> what do you, what do you hope to get out of the whole thing? Like, like you, you go there, you go through all this, this, this rigorous training, come back and you're back at your dental clinic, your dental chair. Like what's good. <laughs> what's, what do you hope to get out of this? Boy, I am going to be fighting the war on gingivitis so much differently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I'm just hoping to be a better leader, um, learn how to relate better with other people. And everyone always says, if, if you don't know what your weaknesses are, you find them or they come out at ranger school. So I want to know all my weaknesses and start working on them. Or if I don't already know them, keep working on them and then try to spread some of what I learned to other people. And when you have a ranger tab on your shoulder, people are more likely to listen to you. So I might Especially just... in Air Force. I know. Dental hygienist. I know. Right. I just feel like that's so BA. Like if you just like walked into a dental clinic and you're a hygienist in your Air Force uniform and you're just like tabbed out. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? What is she gonna do to my gums? <laughs> you don't wanna know. <laughs> you better floss. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious yeah. um, um just like when are you supposed to be going like what's your time frame oh yeah. yeah so they um it's so like up in the air still but they just asked um if i had a preference 
And my answer to that question was to leave for RTAC or be at RTAC 30 April. And okay. so, you know, there's like debate as to whether or not I need to quarantine here and or quarantine there and, you know, that whole kind of stuff. But um, yeah, get the jump on it before summer in Georgia. Yeah, Trust. Summer in Washington doesn't compare to anything like that. This Northwest girl is not trained for that. I'm going to have to hook up a sauna or something. <laughs> I think I think spring in Georgia be okay, but yeah. summer in Georgia probably be not good. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> because, yeah, it's just like a complete weather shift compared yeah. to here. Oh, yeah. I've been looking at the average temps and that June, July, well, June through September, it's yeah. all like, wow. That's it really starts like Memorial Day weekend being pretty unbearable from, um, from then on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, who knows, depending on the number of recycles. Although maybe you'll, maybe you'll be thriving in the sunshine, you know? That's right. That's right. So, know. yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think I have anything else unless there's something you want to make sure that you mention. Uh, no, I just, I would like to shout out to my unit for fighting for me, uh, 141st med group and my, at the time commander, um, Colonel Chuck Riley just really has always fought for me. And, um, I just like to give him a shout out and tell him thanks. Awesome. Well, we are so thankful that you took time to talk to us and, uh, let us know. We're like, pretty excited whenever something like this happens. Cause it's super cool. And I think it's so cool personally, as a woman in the military to find other women in the military who get to do exceptional things. And I just really think it's great that you're a dental hygienist in the air guard so too. <laughs> and you get, you're going to get to go to range. Like, I really am like going to be rooting for you. So whenever you feel bad, just know this, the Washington <laughs> National Guard's public affairs team is just like, please do it. Cause it's going to be so, it would be so great. Like I said, to just like walk into a dental clinic and have like just, a tabbed out master surgery. I know. I mean, who be, is this be, person? Be, be prepared for when you come back and you're all finished and you're done and you completed it for us to, to grab you and just parade you out in front of yeah. everybody. So. Okay. Be like, look, so, this is super cool and how unusual. Media engagements, yeah. stories, photos, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> will Come in your way. be so honored. I can't wait to get through it. Yeah. Well, I hope, I wish you the best. Like, I'm sending you all the strong, resilient vibes for that, for sure. All right. Thank you. Thank you.